0: on everybody how you guys doing
1: i'm wonderful connor
0: yeah how we all doing today we all feeling good feeling chipper
2: chipper indeed chipper wood
0: chipper
1: how how you doing i'm
0: doing good i uh i wanted to actually ask if you guys have actually had a chance to check out um on netflix it came out recently jupiter's legacy
2: i have not no that's a negative
0: yeah trust me it's i know it's not on everyone's radar it's not nearly as uh popular as some of the other superhero shows have been coming up but I wanted to give it a shot mainly because of one actor that popped up in it, and I think everyone knows him, Matt Lanter, uh, who uh, everyone should know, at least, uh, is the voice of Anakin Skywalker from the Clone Wars yes. series. And so, just for that reason alone, I was like, I want to give this a shot. I recommend it, uh, for that, that being said, because actually seeing Matt Lanter in person kind of be his cocky self, it's always fun. And in this show, he actually plays a, a, a rich type, and he's very he's very quick-witted uh self-centered obviously like a very very good like anakin playoff i guess you could say mm-hmm. but to that end i just figured if anyone ha- wants to see what matt lanter can do uh live actual wise this is a good uh, you know, new experience to check it out. And I know we saw him live in Mando. He wore those delightful white shoes, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and it's true. Those uh, boots, those boots, but all the same, um, I I say, just give it a shot. I don't know uh, if anyone's, like I said, I don't know if anyone out there's uh, given it a shot yet, but just seeing him in, in live, it's, it's pretty cool.
1: I have heard good things of it, but Mm -hmm. I haven't checked
0: it out. What's funny though, is the, the, the main actor, Josh Dumahal or Demahal. I forget how you say the guy's name. Uh, he was he he made uh, he was popular in like the Transformer movies, right? Um, I always got him confused with Timothy Oliphant and, and Chris Pine. Uh, yeah, well, they all ha- kind of have that same demeanor. You know what I mean? So like, I get those three very much mixed up. But like, I was watching this and I kept thinking to myself, like, isn't he supposed to be wearing like you know uh, Boba Fett outfit with like midriff <laughs> showing? And it's like, no, that's Timothy Oliphant.
1: Wrong guy. So
0: I thought it was like, oh man, it's cool now. They're you know they're in live action together, and they were Star Wars this and that. And it's like no, I was completely wrong on that. So <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things. You know, this is one of those things. It's Uta to everybody. Hello and welcome to New Shot First. My name is Connor. I'm Andrew, and we are here to talk Star Wars, <gasps> all things Star Wars, and anything even freaking related to Star Wars. And as always, we're joined by Brian, producer Brian. Brian, how are we doing? Brian? I'm Brian. I'm, okay. I'm okay, Brian. Brian? Ah, God, I'm like muddled Ralph. I apologize. Uh, it's all good. Well, I guess you could say... You didn't
1: do your, your vocal warm-up. I Aluminum did. linoleum. Aluminum
0: linoleum. The arsonist was denied a bank loan <laughs> or something like that. The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> the human torch was denied a bank, bank loan. loan. Uh, so to that end, that the falcon was denied a bank loan. Let's, let's be a little more proper, but still uh (laughs) too soon man too soon too soon uh so we're gonna do something fun today i'm I'm excited to talk about this We, we uh we're gonna start like a new uh a new topic a new section a new i don't know
1: a thread. A new thread. An ongoing serial that we will probably revisit from time to time.
0: So, like, uh, I mean, let's give examples of what we have so far. We we do uh, little book clubs. Yes. Uh, we've done retro game reviews. Yes. We've obviously done our top rankings of the movies themselves. Yes. We've done arcs uh, of the shows. We've done comics. We've done a lot of this. We've stuff. done drafts.
1: We've done some drafts. Mm. Uh, we've done... We're starting into the... Uh, legacy Collection.
0: Yes, working our way up there. Yes. But to that end, uh, what we're just doing today is something that's fun. We've been wanting to do it for a little while. We're going to be reviewing fan films. Yes. Uh, and there are a plethora of fan films out there for Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. alone. Um, some of them are more notable than others. Uh, others kind of fly under the radar, while others are hoisted above hoisted up and just talked about. Some are kind of urban legends in their own way. Others are just, you know, labors of love and someone just wanted to do it and they had a passion project and they put it out there.
2: There's there's a lot to choose from.
0: There is a lot to choose from. And so I think what we're going to do moving forward... Um, is every so often we're going to you know, pick a couple and just kind of go over what they, who directed, who made it, uh, and kind of t- give our thoughts and feelings on the story. Why you should watch them. Why you should watch them, how it would lean into the overall canon maybe, You know, all that kind of stuff. But to that end, so today what we're going to do, we're going to do probably one of the oldest fan films and one of the most recent fan films. Yes. So to that end, do we want to just go right into it?
1: I'm good with that.
0: I'm good with that? Let's do it. (laughs) Jump right in. So the two uh, fan films we are talking about today are 1997's original, Troops. Yes. uh, And then as well as 2020's Scorekeepers, or is The Scorekeeper, I think. I think it's just Scorekeeper. scorekeeper. Uh, Either way. So
1: you kind of missed on both sides. Oh, no. (laughs) Did I? (laughs) Well, you called it Scorekeepers, then you called it uh, The Scorekeeper.
2: Classic Pittsburgh. Add 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 an S. Add an S when you're not sure. That's
1: fair. Whenever you, yeah.
0: The Next next
1: thing you're going to tell me you're going shopping at Aldi's. I do
0: go shopping at Aldi's.
1: It's not (laughs) Aldi's.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's clearly more than one. (laughs) I'm going to buy Aldi's groceries. Aldi's. Yeah. Aldi's nut uh, varieties. That's right. Sorry. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> very nice. uh, so yes, that bomb show. troops and scorekeeper uh, again, they're, they're both set about uh, like 20 years apart, basically more than that, more than that.
1: Apparently scorekeeper premiered on December 25th.
0: Yes. It was a Christmas day drop, which I thought was very fun. <laughs> yes. Um, and I remember even, I think I brought this up to you all the way back when I first found it. Uh, I'm not saying this is the most recent one by any stretch. I'm sure there's been more that's come out. But this was the one that I saw and immediately thought, like, this would be fun to, you know, kind of pick up and dive back into moving forward doing these fan film reviews. So that being said, um, why don't we start with... uh, we, do we want to go old to young, old to new? I mean, I don't know how we want to...
1: I think we should start with Troops. Troops? Yeah. Start with the original? Because it, it is the original. It was kind of the pioneer for that. Yeah. Age Grum. before
0: beauty. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Well, uh, do you want me to give a little overview here? or Go for it. Okay, so let's start right into it. Troops, uh, which is uh, d- written and directed by Kevin Rubio. It was based on an idea by Stephen Melching, David Margrove and David McDermott McDerm- uh, filmed in location uh, in El Murriage, uh California. Uh, it had the title theme, Bad Boys by the Inner Circle, uh, most famously used in the show Cops. Yes. And which is this, which this is a direct parody of. Yes. Uh, so it also, uh, just to give a uh, emphasis at the top, there were no Jawas harmed in the making of this film.
1: Well, I can sleep a lot easier
0: now. That's fair enough. So I have a little synopsis about this. Troops is a 1997 short mockumentary film directed by Kevin Rubio that debuted at the San Diego Comic-Con International on July 18, 1997, and was subsequently distributed via the internet. The film is a parody of Cops set in the Star Wars universe. In the film, Imperial stormtroopers from the infamous Black Sheep Squadron patrolling the Dune Sea on the planet Tatooine run into some very familiar characters while being filmed for the hit Imperial TV show Troops. In a Reddit AMA on January two thousand eighteen, Rubio stated that *Troops* is acknowledged by George Lucas as a canonical installment in the Star Wars franchise. A word, yeah. Oh, that's G-cannon. pretty cool. So that's pretty cool. I thought that I thought that was a nice little touch. I know there's a little more into it here. We talked about the possibility of a sequel. Uh, yes. And I think it's not called. It's troops not troops two. two.
1: It's imps. Imps, which
0: I thought that was a, it's clever. Yes. You know that's like the new like nickname for the imperials, yes. which is all fun. But uh, going into this, so that's I mean, let's just start right off. If anyone's ever seen cops, you kind of know what to expect.
2: Yeah. This is. This is a delightful parody. It's, it's very so good. good. Yeah,
0: and again, it's, and it, it holds up. And it holds up. So it was filmed in '97. So this is stuff we're talking about. We're reporting on the VHS, basically, right? <laughs> yes.
2: The four yeah. by three aspect ratio. Yes. It's, it, it's it's very grainy. It's great.
0: Like grainy, like digital. Like you know, you could barely make out anyone's face or anything like that. Like there's only actually two human faces you see through the whole thing. And even oh, at but that, they're like, blurred. Well, they're blurred. <laughs> yeah.
1: So <laughs> exactly.
0: But all the same, like it's it's it was it. I thought it was very fun. Um, I they start off with uh, essentially just your usual drive around. Like you watch any usual cops show, like a cops episode, it starts off with a guy in you know a patrol car just being like, "This is usually a pretty nice neighborhood until it isn't," you know, and like <laughs> just saying like stuff usually goes crazy around here, you know. Just wait, and you know he's driving <laughs> around all night and nothing happens, but all the same, um, they're like, "Yeah, we got a call from uh, a couple of these guys think they uh, might have stole some droids," so obviously. We know what they're looking for. This is also fun because they're playing on the idea that these are the same troops that were sent from the Star Destroyer to look for R two D two, C three P o. Yes. Um, and they come across a couple of Jawas, right? And the Jawas are like, "Hey, you're just like, I'm gonna. T-. It's like, is that your droid there? He's like, "Oh, that's your cousin's droid. Okay. Very well, much. Like, first off,
1: let's get it out of the way that they're Canadian.
0: Yes, I guess. Like, that- I feel
1: like Super Troopers, like, is based <laughs> on troops. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Like this one, I I could one hundred percent see Super Trooper. Like if you interviewed them and had them yeah. say like, well, there was this Star Wars fan film that was like a parody, and we loved it so much. And we went, <laughs> what if we
0: made that about?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised at all.
0: But even to that end, like I, I mean, I don't even know if he was trying to put on that Canadian affect or if it was supposed to be like the small town. I got like I got cop. like I got like wisconsin
2: like yeah. small town midwest and then oh, there, were yeah. a, there were a couple and yeah, there were a Minnesota. couple inflections where i went oh no oh okay Cause Cause that, there was the point where it's,
0: the north it's like you move again uh, i i'm gonna shoot ya. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> know, he just says it like that it's like yeah. but yeah so very fun very like you know what you would expect from a interaction with a cop essentially you know and it was just like like, what are you doing? Is that your is that your droid? Oh, that's your cousin's droid. Okay, okay. Is this your cousin over there? Okay, okay. And oh, just, that's
1: your friend over there. <laughs> uh,
0: Mr. Friend, would you come over here, please? Like, is that kind of stuff, like very snooty confident. Like, you know, it's <laughs> like if you ever get the shakedown from a police officer, like it's it, it is very familiar. <laughs> yes. So, and then just that whole thing of being like, Well, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna arrest you. It's like, yes, I know. I know you got a family to feed and stuff like that. But it's just like it's so good, and then. I don't know where the jaw was start running, yeah he's <laughs> like, we got a runner, and just they take down both of them It's like, yes. here goes the other one, and, and then the, the sand crawler and then the sand crawler, yeah yeah,
1: and I mean, there's something striking about like how good those graphics look <laughs> like, right for nineteen ninety seven I mean yeah i I was somewhat glibly joking when uh when i first watched it, it was like this looks better than the special edition but, but it's i mean it l- again, looks similar where's,
0: where's the lie <laughs> exactly and even we should say at that point where there's some still shots where there isn't any dialogue they show like there's an at8 or an atst like it's just standing there yeah and then it'll be like a trooper who's like it looks like they're just sitting on uh, a swoop bike and then the bike will take off yeah but it's nothing that's like you don't see the grain too much. Like it does look almost natural, hmm. and you can tell that it's computer generated, but it's not. It's not repugnant. It's not like you know, oh, it's not it's like Sharknado. Yeah, computer generated. It's yeah. not that obvious. Yeah. In other words, all
2: I can say is I hope uh, that everyone involved in the production of this short went on to have an uh, illustrious production career because uh, they they did it well. They so did it justice. To
0: that end, I think the I I, I think I remember reading uh, Kevin Rubio, the director of this. Um, he ended up working for Fox Kids or something along the lines. Like he, he did go okay. on to make some, you know, some television at, nice. the at least. So he was in it, and I'm sure that's. I mean, that leads into them doing the sequel later on and everything too. Sure, but that being said, um, we fast forward a little bit after the whole Sandcrawler incident. Now we come across. Before, well, before
1: oh. we do that, we should mm. note the droid in question. So it's it's a little bit of a subversion. Okay, subversion so, of your expectations, like the Last Jedi.
0: Well, yeah. So, you, so <laughs>
1: <It's> <laughs> oh, not- that's 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 reaching, but <laughs> <laughs> it's so it it's not you know three PO or R two or anything like that. Yeah, but it is, in fact, Tom Servo from Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> that's
0: what I thought. I thought it looked familiar. Like at first, I thought it was like a gumball machine. Yes. You know what <laughs> I mean? I was like, oh, they just kind of put treads on a gumball machine. There you go. But yeah. Upon further inspection, he reveals that it is from Mystery Science Theater, which yes. is that's a cool little inclusion. Yes. It's also a very nerdy thing to do, yes. you know? And Wait, get... so
2: if, if George considers this canon, does that mean
0: that... Mystery Science Theater, exists? <laughs> there you go. It's just those two droids and a Sick. dude watching old 50s films, you know what I mean? Yeah in a Man. galaxy far far away. <laughs> exactly. Uh so I did appreciate that. Again, like to anyone watching, it, it would probably just look like a generic droid. So I think that's kind of what they were going for anyways. No doubt, yeah. Um but all the same, uh you know, very clever, very fun. Um and again, th- this is another thing that we should we should revel on is the fact that like this being 97, we're talking like extended universe le- le- which is now legends like Era like information, you mm-hmm. know. We get all of our extended universe stuff from books and comics, and the, yeah. And,
1: stuff and, the, like and that. that would have even been before, you know. So, so I kind of go back to this point in time fairly often. But like the the New Jedi Order, mm-hmm. which started in 1999, is kind of what like really codified like the way that the expanded universe functioned, yeah, and, and really kind of set the the template. Whereas everything before that was just kind of like. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this story about this thing. What do you think? It's and a
0: story where uh, Luke falls in love with a book.
1: Something yeah,
0: like that. A computer. A, a computer. Sorry. But, but, yeah.
1: I mean, in Star Wars, that would be a book, I guess. So. <laughs> All the same. Callista.
0: Yeah. I knew it was something like that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, to that end, I guess that makes sense because 99 would be when Phantom Menace came out. And I right. remember – Starting the Legacy series, I noticed that there were a lot of references to, like, at least a Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. So that would make more sense that they're starting, okay, because there's like new canon coming along. And it's like, we're going to gonna tack this on blah blah blah, blah. yeah so, makes yeah sense. but it,
1: it truly i mean and maybe that's part of it is that it was just kind of the wild west for continuity yeah. and, and for whatever um which i think we'll we'll get into this when we shift over to scorekeeper a little bit mm-hmm. um but you know but there's just something that's just so light and carefree about this <laughs> that's just like what makes it a classic I
0: exactly think. yeah it's its it's enough of a parody that like even if you're not a fan of Star wars you could still have some fun with it yeah but there are a lot of like little nods mm-hmm. and that I mean that's I mean that's kind of what you look at stuff now like with the, the family guy star Wars specials or the halt like robot chicken holiday specials they go into such nitty details and like they make you laugh at such a stupid things but it's like me being such a hardcore fan, I was like, yes, I'll laugh at the, you know, the power converters are yeah. just like strippers or something like that. He's like, the power converters, you know, here at Tossie Station, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> like that stuff like that's always funny to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that being said.
1: But yeah. And this just kind of paints with that broader brush where like they are playing a little bit fast and loose <laughs> with everything.
0: And, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, so to that end, uh, we get back into it. It's that we, we move away from this trooper, the Minnesota guy, and it goes to a different trooper. Yes. And now he is going to investigate a disturbance at a homestead. And Domestic homestead... dispute. Yes. Yeah, so what homestead are we going to? <gasps>
1: uh, it would be the Lars homestead. <laughs>
0: what? Step
2: one, go outside. <laughs> Dig a hole.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> now argue in the
0: hole.
1: <laughs> it's a callback. Unfinished paint. <laughs> On the ceiling.
0: Yeah. So he'll finish it later. (laughs) Oh, God. He never does it. 30 years later.
1: Never, ever did it.
0: Uh, So uh, we find Aunt Brew and uh, Uncle Owen. Yes. They're out having an argument in the desert. And the troops come up and say, "What's going on?" They notice that uh, Uncle Ber- or, uh, Uncle Owen has uh, like a, a sliced uh, a ear cut
1: over his ear. And yeah. He's just
0: like, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine," or whatever. It's like, "But she's just going crazy." And Aunt Bru being Aunt Brew, she's like, "He just told Luke he can't go to the academy, but he he wants to go to the academy." I just wish he would tell the truth about him and his sister. He's like, "Oh, would you just stop?" <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> It was, like, so good. So good. Oh, my that, God. And that woman, and, like uh, her name is Susan Hinshaw, and, like, she went on to, like, have some, like, real acting roles in different things. <laughs> Well-earned. She's got yeah. the chops. Yeah, yeah, from that scene alone. Yeah, I, I've, and, like, that was a very common thing when I started scrolling down into the, the comments a little <laughs> bit related to, to this, and I was like, holy crap, the woman who played Amperu is incredible. And yeah. It's like, yeah, like... Well, that's...
2: So, my one comment um that I'm gonna make about both of these fan films acting is so important, yes, acting is so important, and in this one, I think it benefits from yes at at no point in time can you clearly see a person's full like undisturbed face exactly, but even as close as you get those actors. Fantastic
0: Yes And I mean like The majority of the actors Are all helmeted anyway Well that's what I mean So like
2: You can You can make up For someone Someone's like Stiff acting performance On set As If you can Do like ADR Yeah If you can do voiceover I think they had All of the The leeway in the world To get their voiceover takes Perfect (laughs) And they did a great job But As you're saying The The performance of Aunt Beru And Uncle Owen Super, yeah. super. I mean, well done. It
0: seems legitimately like something you would see on an episode of Cops. Just being like, yeah. "Listen, my wife, she gets this way sometimes. You just yeah. got to deal with it." <laughs> it's yes. like, okay.
2: And, and for me, that's almost a that's another one of the big reasons why I think this one still holds up.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. and not to mention that it's a it's a it's like almost a concise ten minutes. Yeah. So like you, you literally you don't have to like waste any time with this. Like it's like you could sit down and watch this and still go about your business. Yeah. Right. No, they keep it moving. Yeah. yeah.
1: And like honestly, that that's kind of like a big thing for me. Is like I'm not necessarily somebody that's gonna seek out like a lot of fan films or whatever. Exactly. Like you know, on my own time, I just I don't have time to fit that in. Well, yeah. yeah. Then it, and then it's like nowadays, like these some of these productions are so big and and kind of over the top. it's like. Oh, and it's like movie length. So. It's incredible. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, we'll get into it moving forward because there are a couple that I would like to like do some di- like deep dives on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I digress. We'll catch up on there. I really don't want to ruin the end of this. I think everyone kind of knows what happens. Yeah, being that this is obviously based on A New Hope. Yes. Uh, but we can just say as much that when troops leave the Lars homestead, um, they have a great line where it's like. Did uh? It's like uh? It's like uh, I don't know. He's he's looking for uh Duke. 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 Yeah. It's like their son Duke is out there. I Guess we
1: gotta find their son Duke or whatever.
0: And like before it (laughs) closes out, the one guy goes, "Wait, did he say something about stolen droids?" And that was just like cut, cut to black. Yes. So that was great.
1: (laughs) And yeah, I I think that's fair. We we don't have to, you know, dive in any deeper than that, really. But but yeah, I mean, it's just it's really well done. It's really enjoyable.
0: And I mean. Not to mention that the costumes themselves. Yeah. We said before this is the Black Sheep, like, Brigade or Squadron or what have you. Like, I'm assuming that they're of the same quality as, like, the 501st. Yeah. Because, I mean, being that it's 97 and they probably had to make this stuff themselves. Right. It's really incredible. And there's even a snippet where you see, like, Boba Fett. Yes. Who's a part of that same Brigade. And his armor looks stellar, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just... You could see that all these people, it's a labor of love. And they clearly knew what they wanted to do with it. Yes. So... Uh, To that end, if you would like to give it a shot, it's very accessible. Just go onto YouTube, type in Troops Fan Film or Troops Star Wars. You can't miss it. It'll be one of the first couple options. Yes. Uh, I wish I had a more direct link to kind of do it. Maybe I'll throw one in the the social when it comes down the line.
1: That would be a wonderful idea because it's worth it to support these people that are putting in these... These efforts.
0: you know, even after 20 plus years. Yeah. But I digress. Let's go towards the more newer one, shall we? Yes. Let's move on to Scorekeeper. Scorekeeper. Directed uh, by Roman Santa Cruz, uh, written, and, uh, written by uh, Matthew Sumner and Roman Santa Cruz. Uh, and the characters, I don't have any of the actors' names by chance, but I do have the character names. And I, I kind of can... wanted to go off that. But you want to do that?
1: I can do that. Okay, I, I got it here. Go so. Ahead. We have Major Rail, played by Matthew Sumner. Of course. We've got Bly, played by Brian Lee.
0: I've actually, well, when
1: I was or listening it to it,
0: it's Bealey. Bealey. That's how they were pronouncing it when I watched it. It was like Bealey. Okay. I digress. That
1: makes sense. It's B apostrophe B- L Y or L I.
0: Yeah. Bealey. So, yeah, exactly.
1: Makes sense. We have <laughs> Afra. Yes. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Played <laughs> by Courtney Chen. Which is fun. Yes. Drath, played by Bijan Moshgalani. Yes. We have Dak, which I don't like that. We'll get into that. <laughs> you, can't, you can't use a Star Wars character's name yes. in your Star Wars fan film. Good job, Dak. <laughs> Thanks, guy. Uh, we have Dak, played by Tom Corey Williams. Okay. We have Lule, played by Alexis Lauder. Mm-hmm. Xander, played by Freddie Boyd. Bosk. Played by Roman Santa, Kraus, ah. huh? Ah. And the bounty contractor played by Cassidy Kaler.
0: There's also a well. We'll save the, the surprise thing for later because <laughs> I forgot <laughs> there was actually like a boat, like a post-bonus scene.
1: That guy. Oh, I missed I'll put it, it then. that way. the The bonus scene, the the character in question is also played by Matthew Sumner. That's
0: cool. Yeah, but yeah, there is like I missed it the first time I watched it, uh, uh, Brian, But like. Going through the second time, I was just going through the credits, and then all of a sudden it just started playing again. It's like, oh my god! But it is a fun little thing, it, especially well, considering what we're talking about.
2: Well, damn, because I've watched it twice now,
0: and both times, went... <laughs> oh, credits are rolling. <laughs> Good work. Turn it off. We'll Good work. work. <laughs> Good work, Jens. I'm out. We'll watch it afterwards. You'll you'll appreciate it that much more. Okay. So uh, again, I don't have a synopsis for it. I don't know if you have one right in front uh,
1: of you. An elite rebel team infiltrates an imperial outpost on a mission of securing an asset that has vital information unbeknownst to them, they are not the only ones on the hunt.
0: It sounds like a Mandalorian explanation.
1: <laughs> it does.
0: <laughs> which is perfect. That's exactly what you need. Now, this one's a little bit longer. Uh, yes. I think this one's uh, about... It's
1: about 17. 17, 17 yeah. yeah, roughly. Hmm. Uh,
0: that being said, um, I think I liked... I mean, I, I I really enjoyed what this story was trying to do. Yes. Uh, and we should start off by saying that this is another parody Yes. I mean, besides it being a parody on Star Wars property, the movie itself is a parody of Predator. Predator the very sure. first Predator. To the point where all the characters that are introduced are almost uh, like parodies of the characters from Predator. Absolutely. Yes. I believe Dak was like, it's like the Jesse Ventura minigun mm-hmm. guy has yeah. the rotary gun. Yes. Which was fun. Yeah. Um, the Xander character was—he's uh, playing the Native American character that was in the movie, like they had the bandana and everything. I can't think of his name. Uh, the very first person who dies—I think that's um, uh, Bealey. Mm-hmm. He's play i mean, he's—they they all played the characters off very well. Yes. And then Afra, just being Afra. I don't know. <laughs> that's so when this. I saw
2: when I saw that character was like, that is that supposed to be Afra? It's like that. <laughs> gimme cap looks that's, very familiar. But yeah.
0: That's that's Afra. She also just acted. Like Afra, pretty dang well. Like yes. that's kind of what you would expect Afra to act like. But that being said, so it starts off with uh, this elite troop basically just trying to take down these stormtroopers, and it looks like uh, essentially like a laser tag bunker. You know. <laughs>
2: yes. That's it, I mean, yeah. That watching this the first time was like, huh? How they secure this location? Like I'm just <laughs> I'm constantly looking at you're like, looking at the set seams. production.
0: Yeah, production design. But even at that, like, so you could see that, like, some of the pillars, like, some of the the, uh, the barriers that they were using were just, like, traffic barriers, but, like, painted with, like, camo and, like, dirt and stuff like that. So they made it look very mm-hmm. Star Wars-y, like, very used futuristic yeah, yeah. As, very, they, as they do. Uh, high very high production value. Future. yeah. But even at that, like the 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 stormtroopers that they had were all very well put, and they even had like one imperial trooper or like a imperial officer yes. in their group. So I'm assuming they're another branch of 501st uh, type of uh, cosplay group, if you will. It yes. kind of helped out.
1: Yeah, they do break out all the the stormtrooper participants as well. It's pretty great. Um, but uh, yeah, we don't we don't really need to get into that. Nah, but
0: it, it's a, it's a fun little action sequence, and you get kind of get to see everyone shine. And do their little thing to the point where, again, I think going back to Dak, the Jesse Ventura character, yeah. has a great introduction where he like <laughs> he's like heads up and like takes them all down with his rotary gun, and he's literally has his foot on one stormtrooper. Yeah, he just shoots him in the head. He's like he's like shooting this gun darks. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> I also loved his uh, not. Uh, it's always nice having the high ground.
0: Yes, yes. There's a lot of great little nods here and yes. there, uh, and that was a great one. It's yes. just like ah ha ha. We know that. I know that. I know what that's about. <laughs> Did the the Leo thing? Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, going forward from that, they find out that the Wookiee, the asset that they're looking for, was not a Wookie at all, or rather a shaved Wookiee, as they like to refer to in this. Yes. It's Afra.
1: It's Dr. Chelilona Afra. Hmm.
0: Now, do you think it was a good idea bringing Afra into this? No. No. <laughs> what do you think?
1: Because. There is, and like, I'm not saying this is. I guess kind of the the contrast where it's like there's just something that's so light about troops where it's not any established characters except mm-hmm. for like you know Owen and Baru. Yeah. Um, whereas like here it's like you're trying to fit multiple things into this story, and I mean I don't mind it. Yeah. And I think the the actress who. Did the role did fine. I mean, one thing I looked at when I was looking at this on IMDb is that like these are pros. Yeah. Uh that just made a fan film.
0: I think the budget for it was like just under fifty thousand, which yeah. that's impressive in itself.
1: Yeah. But I, I noticed like a lot of these people had like are either like professional stunt people, like I mean, the girl that played Afro was in Infinity War. As a stunt performer. Well, that's so, incredible. Yeah. So, so
0: yeah, I mean, that's, this is just a ba- I mean, it's a Tuesday for at yeah, that point. Yeah. Exactly. Know, it's just another but, day.
1: Uh, but there's just something about like when you're trying to f- then shoehorn in somebody else's kind of intellectual <laughs> property into the story that you want to tell, right. it just becomes a little bit busy.
0: To that end, yeah. Well, I mean, that, and that also kind of, you want to balance that wire of are you trying to add to the story mm-hmm. or are you telling your own story? Right. Cuz you could just as easily go in and just be like, well, you know, I want to tell the story of this Jedi who, you know, lost their way and eventually found redemption or something like that. Or it could be like, well, I want to tell a story about this already established character who already has, you know, so much back history that you don't want to really screw that stuff up. Afra is doesn't have that much established. She has her own, you know, comic line and everything like that, but this is like her first real example of anything live action. Yeah. You know. But to that end, I I mean, that's kind of where I always give I give these fan films that grace period. Like I know that it's not everything you see is going to be canon. Right. So uh, th- to that end, I-, I did appreciate her coming in being that she's a newer character. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the fact that she was playing the, I guess in the predator movie, it was like a South American doctor or something like that. That was like, they, they took as a hostage or something. And she's essentially being that as they're like peddling her through the jungle or something. I don't know. That being said, <laughs> trying to think of any kind of good
1: parallel. Yeah. But I haven't sat down and watched the original, uh, predator, predator. in quite a while.
0: Oh uh, it, yeah. It's, it's been a little bit. It's fun to go back to. I'm telling you, <clears throat> if you ever have the chance, it's also one of those things where it's like, we don't have cable anymore. So, you know, you're not, you're not just turning on TNT and being like, Oh yeah. It's a <laughs> oh, <on."> predator. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll leave this on in the background. Yeah. Um, So moving forward, uh, there's a point where they're leaving the bunker and we have that Predator-esque scene where you just see the infrared. And I thought that was a very cool touch. Now, being that we, like all of us have played the original Battlefront um, and we've played, did did you guys ever play as Bosk when you had the chance? Yeah. Oh yeah. And so they kind of took a lot of Bosk's like hunting skills from that game, I feel like, essentially. Well, one of them being that he's invisible. <laughs> like he's able to turn himself invisible somehow. Yes.
1: Hmm. At least well camouflaged. Well anyway. camouflaged. Despite the bright yellow jumpsuit. Oh well, yeah,
0: that's <laughs> obvious. But yeah, so seeing that and like seeing how he's able to sneak up on everybody, like, uh, there's a point where they're trekking through the woods and like, to try, just trying to be like, you know, we have some with Xander's up ahead, tracking this kind of thing, trying to find the Wookiee. Uh, and it won't. <laughs> I, there's a point going back to like little nods in the universe. There's a point where uh, Luli's character, the Dathomiria Dathomirian woman, Miriam, yes, which again, cool that makeup, cool. great, yeah. ma- great makeup. It's great, like practical use of just a shaved head. I think yeah. that's a great idea.
1: And I guess, like, I would almost say, like, I appreciate that where it's like you're being very in universe to mm-hmm. use like an established race and 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 species that we know. And it's, it's, it's so
0: easily done, too. Yeah. Like, anyone who would have their, sh- like, head shaved, I think it's just, like, it's the prosthetic side of it. As long as it could stay on, yeah. you know, there was yeah. no problem with it whatsoever. I thought they did a good job
1: with that. Yeah. Um, but I guess I would I would almost rather, like, those types of visual cues than, like, rehashing a bunch of different characters that we're supposed to know.
0: That's fair. Um, and so to that end, I mean, going off of how Predator goes, obviously each person in the squad is taken one by one. And in various group. Grotesque, gr- gr- like uh, gratuitous ways. Yes. Um, the very first person uh, finds the Wookiee hanging upside down. In the Predator movie, the very first victim is found skinned hanging upside down. So I'm assuming that's what we've, you know, yes. he's, like, mm-hmm. I th- he's like, I can't tell if this is the Wookiee we found or whatever, you know, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. you better get over here quick. And then, obviously, gets taken by Bosk at that point. Yes. Uh, and then, Lilu finds, uh, I think, Xander on the ground and goes to investigate and, like, pulls him over and finds that thermal detonator underneath. And there's that great moment of, like, ah! And as she shouts run, it blows up. Like, ah! Yes. It's, it's very good action from there on. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the part that got me. They actually did the scene where, like, the guy <laughs> with the minigun goes crazy. He's like, boss! It just starts mowing down the trees and like yeah. <laughs> basically just deforesting the the rainforest it was I very, loved it. yes oh and this is this is a great thing of like i had a buddy of mine years ago who was who always brought this up to me and like now every so often i just i can't unsee it you watch a marvel movie you watch um, harry potter you watch something that's fantastical right and you see these characters do all these weird motions with their hands and stuff like that. Cause it's like, you know, they're projecting magic or whatever. And it's like, what do they really look like without all of the CG, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So goes- I was watching that, watching them recoil <laughs> <laughs> the weapons. So they had to make it look like they were like shaking, holding the gun. And Matt Sumter, the guy who plays Rail, like he literally is just. Like shaking his gun back and forth.
1: Yeah, moving. But it's just so. In the
0: Z axis. Oh my God. It's so good. And I was like, yeah, I get what you're trying to do, but it looked like, imagine no special effects. It just has to look so silly.
1: Yeah. So they they did need like a little camera shake or something to.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, as someone who's attempted or had to uh assist in animating that kind of like muzzle blast mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks so dumb that's what i'm saying like at the <laughs> it very least so
0: dumb it, it, try and like establish something it's it's neither here nor there yeah. you know and that's goes.
2: that's not their fault
0: yeah no again it, it's the it's the limitations of what you got yeah and, you know i don't think you're gonna get anything Listen, special out of
2: fifty thousand dollars for a short it's not bad yeah, you you did it pretty. You, that's a pretty lean, uh, lean budget. Yeah, and they went through it with high production value. And so
1: now let's and and let's maybe get the uh, elephant into the room or out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> what let's do you show do the with elephant. the elephant in the room? Yeah, I uh, try to get it out of there. <laughs> I guess you would rather <laughs> the poop have it is out this of big. <laughs> 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 How much of that budget do you think went into the Bosque costume?
0: Oh my god, at least ten thousand worth. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, yeah, it's the 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 amount of effect that that suit had was really impressive yeah,
1: it was incredible
0: like the, the blinking eyes the moving mouth everything and like the scales the yes. scales looked very natural yes. which I appreciated like it wasn't like something you could slap together at you know on the weekend
1: yeah and it's kind of like the opposite of like the Star Wars Cantina scene. Where in the big budget movie with the multi million dollar budget in nineteen seventies, <laughs> werewolf like, masks. Yeah, it was just like, oh, we're gonna go to the you know local Halloween store in, in <laughs> The Tunisia. creature effects, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and just pick up whatever we can find, uh, you know, and then we're just gonna keep the lighting low, and we're gonna make sure that nobody really gets too close of a look at any one creature. It's gonna cut away every split second. Oh, so good. But then it, we have this film, you know, and. Like, they're like, just show this bad boy off. Oh, it's
0: so good, though. And I mean, they also, they, they do the Jaws effect where you don't see him till the very end. Yeah. But that reveal is amazing. Yes. You know? And I mean, not to say that, like, it's just like, it's, it's. I mean, the movie version that we do see is a stilted version. I think when you do see Bosk in Empire, like his mouth isn't necessarily designed to move back and forth. It's not designed to talk. No, he's not designed to blink. You know, so just there looking ominous. Imagine when you know the three decades later or whatever, and like we see this fan film or whatever. Yes, maybe not three decades. I'm way off. It would be four. Either way, you see what what the suit looks like now. What they're able to do with it, and it's just impressive. You Mm -hmm. know, and I and I appreciated that, like. The, it was very accurate to what the what Bosk would look like in you know in that time of frame, and the fact of the matter that like Bosk and Afra would be in the same story makes sense. We've talked about you know about Afra's story recently, and Bosk also made an appearance there. So them being in the same story again is not too far off. It's true, you know. But uh, again, I I just seeing Bosk do his thing it was very appreciative. Now I don't want to I don't want to spoil all the all the you know the actual plot exactly because again it's only like 20 minutes long but it's like it's worth looking at because it's just so fun um the action scenes between uh rail and afro are fun yes you know because there's a point where like they and they that's have to fight each other that's where the actress playing Afra. there are some lines
2: that she delivers and i go oh, that seemed a little bit stiff that yeah. seemed a little bit off but her action where her stunt work Oh, amazing. Flawless. Yeah. So now that you now, Andrew, now that you bring up that she's yeah. a stunt performer, I see it. Yeah. That, that's, she was fantastic. She's
0: she's very good at the physical, it's the the verbal. <laughs> and that
2: and that's where, like going back to, to troops, I think they had a little bit more leeway where mm-hmm. everyone here you had FaceTime with.
1: Right. Exactly. And like you had to deliver those lines live.
2: And listen, guys, I don't know if you've ever been on camera, <laughs> being on camera talent. It's hard. It is, yeah. <laughs> and when when you have great acting, it shines. Yeah. I
0: believe that. And not to say that that they had
2: bad acting.
0: No, no, no. Well, so to that end, I I, I want to go around the table. Like, was there was there one person that was the weakest link? Was there one person that was the strongest link for you? Uh, <laughs> just based on the small interactions we had.
1: <laughs> the only struggle that I had with buy-in was like like the characters like. Billy and mm-hmm. uh Xander, and there was like the one other guy, they were just all like such sticks, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, they're,
0: they're very like interchangeable, yeah. Together. Well, yeah,
1: I couldn't tell them apart because their makeup was like too heavy, arguably, and yeah. then they were all just like skinny dudes, and like you just, I had a a hard time buying them as like elite rebel troops. I feel that you know they kind of just looked like cannon fodder for exactly <laughs> for a more skilled bounty
0: hunter. <laughs> well, even to that end, like I, I kind of liked. I liked the Dak character. I liked uh-huh. the fact that you know, like again, I keep calling him the Jesse Ventura character because that's exactly well, he, was what he was made up exactly <laughs> like, like he had Jesse the cowboy Ventura. hat and yeah. everything, you know. But like,
2: I, is that the first appearance of a cow, of a cowboy hat in Star Wars?
0: Cad Bane. Okay, <laughs> yes. Sorry, that's... I gotta gotta take that. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Take that right away. And even before that, Knights of the Old Republic, there's a character who is a cow- kind of cowboy esque. But I digress.
2: Um, but and i mean it's still anytime i see a cowboy hat
0: in star wars <laughs> i go
1: huh,
0: okay it's, it's just out of nowhere <laughs> so yeah and i i appreciate his character because like if i was ever in one of these fan films i'd be him like i'd have the belly you know and like i would just be i would i would have these cheesy like obviously like nerdy lines and like i love this thing it's like you know it's like it's like shooting a uh, shooting a barrel full of or something like that. I, you know, it's like something mundane, but it was just very good, and like you could tell he was having a field day with it too. So I, oh, yeah. th- that's kind of where I was like, He's I appreciate this guy. Yeah, he, like he was, he was all in for it, and he was like, "This is my character. It's my time to shine. Why the hell not?" So I don't know, but if, I don't know if anyone else stood up for anyone else. Like Lee Lu's character, the Dathomirian woman. I, I liked her. She should have got would. away. She should have got away. Yeah, but she was, she was great. Yeah, and even I'd say
2: she might be. I think I think she had one of the best performances.
0: She I think she did too. She was able to actually produce a lot of emotion mm-hmm. in the little time that we had and everything. Yes. But uh you know and that's just like I said the, the every character is a you know is in translation with another you know character from the Predator movie. Yep. So to that end real quick before I finish this out I want to recommend uh to you guys and as well as the listeners that there is a Predator fan film that I watched like years ago but i'd recommend looking it up i think it's called predator medieval and essentially it's a predator but in during the crusades (laughs) really cool it's really cool and that kind of made me think of this movie while we were watching it so if you're in the if you're in the mood of watching predator esque parody movies (laughs) there you go i'm
1: gonna make a note of that right now
0: predator I, i believe it's medieval or primal or something like that but essentially he he's fighting crusader knights and stuff like that it's pretty cool interesting yeah so eval mega, uh, mega doo anyways <laughs> uh is there any other uh quips or trivia or anything for this one or want i kind of oh.
2: wrap it up here
0: I don't well know. shot well edited
1: yes yeah, yeah very I mean...
0: very capable uh entry yeah yes loved it and again, like they did they didn't need to pull out the stops and show like a, a ship flying away or anything like that either. They had a um they had some like sound effects. You heard TIE fighters fly over and stuff like that. Yeah. That was about it.
1: Yeah, and I mean I think that is actually an interesting kind of point to get at. I mean, obviously they you know, the, the troops production, they tie in all of that stuff as best as possible, but like you just see where the technology has gone. Yeah. Like at the the kind of DIY level <laughs> in the last 23 years or whatever for sure so no
0: and uh, I again I, I was impressed by what I was able to see uh, moving forward I, I know there's a couple more I want to pick to show you uh, guys and I'll be interested in actually talking about it and kind of breaking them down but with that being said, I want to say that uh, check this check this out again it's called score again just YouTube scorekeeper fan film or score keep scorekeeper. Star Wars, I will also link this in the uh, social bio as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, I, you know, absolutely. Again, I, to me, it's like if, if you're into this sort of thing, into the fan films, just getting that kind of create, like peek into other people's creative spirit, like, yeah. I mean... They're well made. It's not like yeah. yeah. You can tell people
0: enjoyed what they were doing. Yes. With this. It wasn't a, a project they got yeah. set on.
1: And I'm certainly not gonna like sit here and be like, oh, oh. like I don't buy no this, that, the because other. Like that, you know, what's the point of that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, then I mean, just like just beaten down on someone who did something for fun. Yes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
1: Yeah. Spent their own hard earned money to exactly make something for people. Yeah. <laughs> and that's
2: exactly it. where like even if I if if I criticize, like, hey, some of the acting's a little bit stiff.
0: Like what are you gonna you This know, is do?
2: so freaking cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's,
2: it's so well done. And like you said, there's no there's no production behind like there's no there's no executive producer behind no craft this. Rat. There's <laughs> no there's no budget. Like this is all of this stuff is self-funded.
0: Yes. Yeah. So So that's really cool. And I it, and that's why I would like to keep going with this and just Basically, yeah. uh, holding these to, people up. Give yeah. some Hi-
1: Highlight some, some voices <laughs> in the Star Wars creator community that, that we don't hear from as often.
0: Fair enough. Well, with that being said, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's uh, nothing else. We're all good?
1: I think I've said my piece. Well, I think it's... Uh... Interestingly, on IMDb, I, this will be my final note. Now, okay. that, now that I immediately said, <laughs> oh, I've said my piece. Uh... And one more thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scorekeeper... 8.6 rating. Nice. Out of 10. Okay. Uh cool. troops actually 7.7. 7, although that might be appropriate. That's fair. 77.
0: Yeah, that's makes yeah, little little homage if you will. That's yes. That's how we say it here, homage. Anyways. <laughs> uh what do you say to a
1: quiz gang? Sting me up there, Brian. Quiz time. Whee-
0: I guess it's yeah. Up. It's Brian's turn now. Oh damn! <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this, Brian: Would you rather do a original sequel or prequel? Ooh. Eh, let's go with sequel. Sequel. Okay. Only a let's Jedi see what
2: nonsense. This. Is.
0: <laughs> okay, let's say, only a Jedi can score fifteen out of twenty on this "quote unquote" Star Wars character quiz. Mm. This is the quiz you're looking for. Okay. Hey, hey. Oh, this is another visual one, so uh, unfortunately, people are gonna have to bear with me. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> is it Padme Amidala, Jin Erso, or Rey? That's
2: uh, that's that's
0: Padme. All right, that's
1: Padme. <laughs> it is Padme.
0: Who is this? You don't but say. that's
1: difficult because it's subtly difficult because you know every woman in Star Wars pretty much looks the same.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a weird a
1: brunette petite. Slight uh, British accent. Yes. Either way.
0: Well, who's this? That's this uh... Is this Captain Rex, Kylo Ren, Orlando <laughs> Calrissian? That, that, that's Lando. That's Lando. That cape <laughs> it gives it away. Who is this? Jango Fett, Jabba <laughs> the Hutt, or Boba Fett? Hmm, <laughs> this, I wonder. This this is that's a great Boba. quiz. Oh uh,
2: yes, that's this, obviously yeah, this, Boba this Fett. This quiz is
0: winning. I'm sorry, everybody. Who's this? <laughs> this is
1: This Darth, is such great I'm sorry I'm mind. sorry.
0: Darth Maul, Darth Sidious or Darth Plagueis. <laughs> we we might have to scrap this. Right. None of the above. <laughs> yeah, we'll save this one for later. How about uh how <laughs> when, about
2: this quiz? when we convert when we make the uh, the turn to a video
0: podcast. <laughs> All right, how about this? Uh in a different quiz for you, Brian. How well do you pay attention to the original Star Wars trilogy opening crawls? Oh, okay. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. First up, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. It is a period of blank, blank. Civil War. Civil War.
2: Oh, is this a, like you type, you in, type in your response? In.
0: Exactly, yes. Nice. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden blank have won their first blank against the uh, Empire. Is it base and victory, starship battle, or planet and clash? Planet and Clash. Wait, no, 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 It's base. Base and victory. It's correct. base and victory. Very correct.
2: It's like it's not planet.
0: During the battle, Blank Blank managed to steal secret plans to the Emperor's ultimate weapon, Death Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. What's what? the
2: blank blank? I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say. Are there choices are there, for this one again? For
0: whatever reason, the second one had choices, but the third one does not. So I'm guessing it's like every other one. These are great okay. quizzes. Okay, read, read read the question one more time. During the battle, blank blank managed to steal secret plants to the Emperor's ultimate weapon, the Death Star.
2: I would say rebel spies.
0: Rebel spies. And you are correct. Yay pursued by the emperor's sinister agents leia princess leia races home aboard her starship blank of the stolen plans that have that can save her people and restore blank to the galaxy is it keeper peace custodian freedom or guardian order Wait, read that again. Okay, I, I I didn't think that was the name of first spaceship. No, 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 it's not. So okay. pursued by the Emperor's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, comma, blank of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore blank to the galaxy. Now is that keeper slash peace custodian slash freedom. Or guardian slash order. It's custodian.
2: Yeah, she said. Uh, I was going to say, I specifically, re- the I specifically remember the, the, the word <laughs> custodian.
0: Uh, so I'll tell you what. Uh, you got a three out of four just because I accidentally picked that first one for you there. It's not bad. Uh, okay, young Padawan, let's see how well you do on episode five. Okay. Fire Strikes Back. It is a dark time for the blank. Galaxy. Galaxy. That is correct.
1: So are they going to have these for all of them? Maybe they we are. just do two.
0: Do two? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair. And we'll save the rest. Uh, although the Death Star has been destroyed, blank blank had have driven the Rebel forces from their uh, from their hidden base in pursued across the galaxy. Vader's soldiers, Imperial troops, or evil forces. Mm-hmm. I would say Imperial Troops. Imperial Troops. That is correct. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say Evil <laughs> Forces fits, but you know. Yeah, you never know. Evading the dreaded Imperial blank, a group of freedom fighters led by Luke Skywalker have established a new base on the remote ice planet of Hoth. I don't know what that would be. Invading the dreaded Imperial. Evading oh, like... the dreaded. Oh, sorry.
2: I would just say Army.
0: Army. Let's go Army. Or that Fleet. It is Starfleet. So ah. That's the appropriate word. Dang. Okay. The evil Lord Darth Vader, obsessed with finding young Skywalker, young
1: Skywalker
0: has dispatched thousands of blank blank into the far reaches of the space. Of, of space, sorry. Uh, Stormtroopers, Imperial soldiers, remote probes, or Imperial spies. Remote probes. That is correct. And finally. Um, oh, wait. Nope. That's it. That's uh three out of four. Cause you don't want me to do Return of the Jedi, we'll right. say that for later. Yeah, we'll say that. It. Good job, Brian. Woo <laughs> <laughs> I know, that was I, I should probably preface some of these of Because I, I I've added a couple and it's like, surprise, you need to look at this picture. Yeah. It's like it's fun for us, but it's <laughs> yeah. not as fun for everybody else. Yeah. So I so Spoiler
2: alert, that first one was not the quiz we were looking for.
0: Apparently not. False. Well, That's I'll tell you what. If you have any quizzes that don't require visual aids, you can always send them to us at Greedo Shot First Podcast on Instagram, or you can tweet us uh, at, uh, at First Greedo on our Twitter page, or you can send us uh, any uh, quiz ideas you have to uh, Pod at gmail.com. Uh, anything else you want to send us, you can send us there. And if you want to check out any of the past episodes or this episode, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, leave a rate and review while you're there, or on Spotify, or at Reggie's House That's our own website. And with all that being said, I just want to say I had a great time. Brian, did you have a good time? Yeah,
1: I had an awesome time. Andrew, did you have a good time? Bounty hunters. We don't need their scum. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs>